0: All right, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, everybody. Today is Monday, July the 12th, 2021, and oh my gosh, we, wow, we got a lot to cover, so let's jump right into it. First off, Dr. Fauci said that it is, quote, ideological rigidity for those who applauded at CPAC for America failing to reach a 90% vaccination rate while he was on Jake Tapper. He also called it horrifying. So basically... The reason why I'm covering this, folks, is not because I want to engage in the culture wars. The reason I'm covering this, excuse me, uh, my throat's still bothering me from a little bit of recording yesterday. The reason I'm covering this is because, ultimately, this seems to me to be the ultimate useful tool of propaganda to be pushed. And again, Dr. Fauci seems like the exact ideal person to do it, so why do I say that? So CPAC, for those who don't know, stands for Col- uh, Conservative Political Action Conference or Committee Um forgive me for not knowing the last part there basically It was on stage, uh, some uh, individuals were on stage and they were saying that, you know, America has failed to reach the 90% vaccination rate and things like that and the audience started clapping, right? Now, Dr. Fauci said that this is terrible, this and that. Look, Dr. Fauci has a right to speak his mind, freedom of speech, but at the same time, these people who applauded have the right to voice their opinion and this is the way in which they're doing so. So ultimately, for me to report it in the most unbiased way possible in pure theory, both this group at CPAC, this audience that applauded, and both Dr. Fauci do in Pure theory have the right to say these things. So ultimately, this just seems to be a tool of propaganda by the establishment using Dr. Fauci to push this. With that being said, I want to be consistent that I would also be saying the other way around if Dr. Fauci was saying the opposite, saying, Oh, it's good that they clapped, right? In a in an opposite hypothetical world. The reason why I bring that up is because it's not so much what's being said, more so how it's being conducted and how individuals like Fauci are being used as a form of propaganda is the problem that I have. The media should not have a perspective or an opinion on what we should think personally. They should not be telling us how to think. So when someone says, Dave, if you would argue the other way around, then what is your position? My position is don't have people coming on the news to do that. The news is supposed to be unbiased, not, oh my God, you know, Jake Tapper, when I look at this, it's horrible. No, let the people do what they want to do. Very simple to me. Anyways, that's a little bit of me trying to be unbiased and a little bit of me giving my opinion. The next thing is that Uh, Just in, the Greek Prime Minister Mitsotakis has announced mandatory COVID-19 vaccinations for all healthcare workers and workers in the elderly care unit. From September 1st, the compulsory vaccination will also apply to health professionals in the public and private sectors. Okay. It is, this is big news, it is. With that being said, though, I want to make something very clear, which is the view and the consistent, I guess you could say, perspective that I've tried to take in the Kraken segments, which is that if the people are okay with this or the majority of the people then look so be it that is their own respective nation they got their own borders they got their own territory let them do it now if this affects other people if this starts to affect you know the the global tourism business global trade and things like this because you know if there are certain healthcare workers that you know have other jobs that also do other things as well too and this affects them this is the issue that i'm more concerned of if the country wants it assuming the vast majority of the country was okay with this then so be it now again if the people of that country were, were not okay with it they got to sort out their own crap, uh, respectively, right? Again, it's not for me to say whether or not the West or Europe or others should intervene on individual countries' issues. But again, we'll we'll see what happens, and maybe this may get revoked. If enough people stand up, maybe it might be. But ultimately, the... Um I guess you could say the uh, the conspiratorial side of me is saying, Dave, what are you what are you trying to? You're just having hope for no reason. there. they're never gonna reverse this, right? So again, um, the next thing is that a German court has ordered YouTube to pay a hundred thousand euros for censoring the pandemic protest footage. Uh, so there was big uh, a big protest in Germany regarding the uh, the lockdowns and things like that, and uh, someone covered it and. Um, they put it up on YouTube and uh, YouTube removed it and Germany fined them 100,000 euros. Now, I'll be very um, very simple in my statement here, which is that when Germany announced their watchdog agency or commission or whatever it was a handful of weeks ago, I said to myself, this is probably just for optics and looks. Now, look, at the end of the day, did I think that Germany was actually going to take action and do things to YouTube like this? No. With that being said, though, I don't think fining YouTube 100 grand is much, even if it's 100,000 euros, which I think is like, depending on conversion rates, 110, 115, or 20,000 American. Um, The point I'm trying to make is that it's a drop in the bucket for YouTube financially, but I would have personally, in my humble opinion, if I was this German agency or a court, excuse me, I would have tried to find a way to fine or tax YouTube say a million euros. Why? That ultimately that makes bigger headlines and it makes more um, outlets around the world. And right now, what we need is people to stand up and realize what's going on with the censorship. Right? We could argue that it is in fact far too late. With that being said, though, I do think that this German court finding YouTube a hundred thousand euros is absolutely nothing, uh, both for the German court, the German government, and for YouTube. So again, you know. Uh, even if the German court had fined YouTube a million euros, uh, they could pay that. YouTube could pay that. No, no problem whatsoever. But the point I'm trying to make is that at least it would have made bigger headlines because it would have been a bigger f- uh, figure or number, right? And it's sad, but that's the truth. Uh, the next thing is that a potential UFO or a couple of them actually were spotted on the Virgin Galactic livestream when Richard Branson, Virgin's uh, CEO, the um, the founder of Virgin Airlines, Virgin Radio, you name it, um, when he went into uh when he went into space some people said from some of the windows there they could see some ufos fly by flying by look i'll be honest it doesn't surprise me now the reason why i bring this up quickly about you know Richard Branson and Jeff Bezos going into spaces because there's a lot of talk about how this whole uh, colonizing space thing is only going to be for the billionaires this is just a fake hype and exaggeration or a fake form of excitement to get the people going in order to create some type of hope or diversion right which we could argue could have to do with extraterrestrial influence or not right but I'm not trying to go down that route at the moment so again it's hard to say but I do believe that I don't think people I think that most people will get space tours um, and at the same time there will be many apparatuses in space like diminished reality and other technology so we don't see certain things if we even get up there but anyways the next thing is that the cdc and the fda are investigating whether johnson and johnson's COVID vaccine might slightly raise the risk of a rare neurological complication okay they're investigating it and look i don't trust them to tell us the truth i'll be honest with you i'm very surprised that they even admitted to this maybe it's just because this story was already getting out there they had to kind of get ahead of it Look, folks, I know that Pfizer and it is not the CDC and the FDA and what have you, but these are the same agencies that are working with companies like Pfizer, amongst others, who, who have settled billions of dollars in court settlements over the many years for paying doctors, bribing doctors, falsifying studies and reports. So, again, you all know where I stand with this. That's my personal opinion. And the fact that the CDC and the FDA even work with these companies It just shows you that, you know, criminals could be running the show. Right. I'm not trying to say that they are because that's I don't want to push my opinion onto you folks. But again, Um, the next thing is that Biden allied groups, including the Democratic National Committee, the DNC for short, plan to engage fact checkers and work with SMS carriers to, quote, dispel misinformation and quote about vaccines that is sent over social media and text messages. Are you serious they're going to get into our personal text messages now, really? And the SMS provide... I hate when they say that, SMS carriers. You want to know why they don't say the company's names? Because that's every company who anyone in America has a phone with. AT&T, Verizon, Singular, you know, all the smaller ones too. Oh my god, that stuff just... uh, I'm, I'm... I would like to see personally for those who... Look, this is the opinion part of it. I don't like this. Straight up, I don't like this. Um, I would like to see the states individually take some type of action against this. If this um, if this goes through in a very serious way. Now, if this is just some mumbly-fumbly program, then okay, that's that, that's a bit better, right? But in my... Personal opinion, this is not good, not good at all. Uh, The next thing is that South Africa has deployed the army in two provinces to quell or ease the protests going on there. The violence erupted over the arrest and jailing of South Africa's former president, Zuma. Uh, The current president said he plans to address the nation tonight at around 8 o'clock p.m., I believe, Eastern Standard Time, if I'm not mistaken. With that being said, I saw there's a lot of footage in South Africa right now. The country is literally on fire. Like, literally on fire and people are shooting at each it's terrible um, there's footage of prisoners escaping on the on they on the, the rooftops of prisons people uh, protesters are shooting at anti protesters it's bad it's really bad um, with that being said too it's it's yeah it's unfortunate I guess they're not uh, happy with the former president being jailed right so it's interesting to see there uh, it's saddening ultimately I mean there's some video I saw on Twitter of guys with ak-47s just shooting up other guys literally in the middle of a road just shoot 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 a terrible thing absolutely terrible um the next thing let's take a look here is that pfizer is going to meet with covid officials over the covid vaccine booster so an official meeting has been confirmed again it's i don't like this i don't like this at all my personal opinion the next thing is that haiti has arrested a suspect a suspected mastermind excuse me in the president's killing and this mastermind was allegedly living out in florida believe it or not so you know Look, I'm going to be very careful with what I say here just because there's a few things that I don't want to comment on because there's some things that I do know on a private level. Um, Haitians are, on a global level, more involved in organized crime than one might think. That's. I'm just going to leave that there, so that's all I'm going to say. Um, The next thing is that the USS Benfold entered the waters of the Paracels, which is a, the Benfold is a warship, without the approval of the Chinese government. Seriously violate, well, according to the People's Liberation Army, which is controlled by the CCP, uh, seriously violating China's sovereignty and undermining the stability of the South China Sea, the People's Liberation Army Southern Theater Command said. Um, China's military drove it away, allegedly. With that being said, the U.S. Navy said that it asserted navigational rights and ...freedoms consistent with international law, and uh, the Navy basically, that's code for China's bullshitting, we didn't uh, intrude on anything. Okay, look, who knows who's lying, who knows who isn't, honestly, like... This could be an intelligence operation, an operation to provoke, an operation not to provoke, an operation to get something in the press. This could be so many different things, guys. I don't want to sit here and say, oh, it could be this, it could be that. If, like, I say, like I always say, if it were just a few different things, so be it. But if it's you know multitudes of different things, then no way, no way. Um, the next thing is that China says it will retaliate after the U.S. blacklisted a handful of their companies last week. Okay, we know that. It's, you know, tit-for-tat strategy. Uh, China and North Korea are now pledging cooperation, in um, and I quote, in face of foreign hostility, end quote. Okay, so yeah, basically, what we're seeing here, folks, let me just sum this up very strongly, if I will, if I could. Russia, North Korea, China, uh, uh, Turkey, Iran, all these countries are trying to side with one another in a way of going against the West for many different strategic, economic, financial reasons, right? So, again, do we, this is a chess game. Ultimately, it's we cannot get emotional here. We cannot say, oh, no, China's ahead or the U.S. is ahead. First off, we don't know if that's true or not. But secondly, the goal is to sit back and say... This is a chess game. Tip for tat. Now, we can start worrying when our own personal lives are literally in danger. I understand that. But there's no point in worrying now if we can't do anything about it. And the most we could do is observe with the information we have. And we don't even know if that information is accurate. Right? So, the next thing is that the Myanmar... Oh, excuse me. My list just jumped very quickly. Uh, My apologies. The Myanmar coup leader said that Russia is going to supply 2 million COVID shots to them. You see what this is? To add to my point, this is the U.S.'s enemies trying to slowly insert themselves, cause some dissonance, you know, create division maybe, but also ally with one another too. Say, listen, we have a common enemy. It's time to come together. Look, we can argue that is a good thing or a bad thing in many different ways, honestly. The next thing is that Pope Francis has made his first appearance since his intestinal surgery. He stepped out on the balcony of the uh, Gemelli or Gemelli Hospital. Okay. I mean, was he a hologram? And though that's kind of a joke for those those who know what I'm talking about. Um, the next thing is that Moldova has voted in a, uh, votes in a snap election amid uh, corruption concerns. They're, so they've decided to have a snap election. Interesting. I know that in Canada, there may in fact be a snap election here as well. So look, the, COVID was a, a large part of it, you know, waking people up and people saying we want leaders to change and things like that. But the, the, the back end of things still has the full, in my personal opinion, the control of the, the, the global apparatus, right? The elites still have control. They've lost a little bit of grip granted but they still have control in my opinion which is why they can call these snap elections make it look so last minute and and random and sudden when it really isn't but you know the next thing is that thousands have joined a rare anti-government protest in cuba where they want an end to socialism and many have protested holding the american flag up okay again how ironic that the united nations uh that they, they held a vote a couple weeks ago um at the United Nations uh, Global Assembly, and they held a vote and they said, uh, listen, we should end the embargoes on Cuba. And there were only two countries that voted against it, Israel and the U.S. So again, I'm not trying to say anything bad about Israel or America. What I'm trying to say is, do you see the political and strategical alignments? That's what I'm trying to say. Do you see the, cl- the, the the clarification, the way that this is unfolding, if you will? Now, there are also people in America that are saying, you know, free the Cubans and this and that and what have you, right? So again, I'm I'm of the opinion that if the people are, um, if the vast majority of people are for being free or having a, a reform in their system, then so be it, right? Because if the people of Cuba are not allowed things like internet or limited amounts of food and things like that, allow for there to be a, a um a form in which the politicians cater to the people and this is one of the issues again going back to the thing in Colombia South Africa Haiti you name it this is one of the things that i have an issue with in the sense that look if the i don't advocate whatsoever i'm i'm not trying to be for violence but ultimately when the people and i've spoken about this before very quickly i'll just say when the people Vote in a different politician time and time again thinking they'll actually do a good job and that doesn't happen. What do you do next? Okay, you then have the right to protest peacefully. Okay, what happens when you protest in the hundreds of thousands and the politicians still don't listen, right? The politicians are hoping that they will outlast the protesters, right? And if the protesters outlast them, then ultimately what they end up doing is they do what we've seen in Colombia with the police and things like that. So again, you have to listen to the people. The vast majority, if the vast majority of people want something... You got to do it, and I know it's not as clear-cut as that, and I, I know I sound naive saying that in a very simple-minded way, but again, this is the complexity of the system. It's, it's rooted in corruption from the ground up, and whether it's a first-world country or a third-world country, right? And we're seeing that more and more often now. The uh, The next thing is that Peru has extended its COVID state of emergency until the end of August. Again, if, they, if the people are okay with it, then so be it. If they're not, they got to deal with that. They got to find some way to reform that. Uh, the next thing is that a recent poll suggests the majority of Brazilians support impeaching Bolsonaro. Again, the thing with polls, folks, is that it depends who you ask, when you ask, how you ask, what type of questions you ask. So I'm I'm not going to spend too much time on that. Again, this is one of those things where we can extrapolate into so many different areas, right? The next thing is that many are wondering if Bitcoin can help El Salvador's economic growth. But in my opinion, there may be uh, some interested parties ensuring that this doesn't happen, because if it does, it'll show an entire nation could be reliable on, you know, an alleged decentralized currency that isn't controlled by, you know, the Bank of Tokyo, the Bank of London, the Federal Reserve, Wall Street, you name it right so it'll be interesting to see now if they do end up if there even is a small sign or if there are even you know predictions or models which i guarantee you the cia is doing as we speak or the nsa or you name it if there's even any type of indication that elvis el salvador can be a successful country using just bitcoin alone or crypto alone i guarantee you there will be bad faith actors and there will be implanted intelligence agencies from multiple countries with multiple agendas so that's going to be part of my english a clusterfuck if you want to know my personal opinion the next thing is that Nepal's Supreme Court has reinstated a dissolved parliament, I guess because they need some some people in there to at least, you know, converse if you will, looks like they're doing something, it's unfortunate but optics is the, the vast majority of the game these days. Um, the next thing is that an Ind- uh, lightning strike in India killed at least 38 people while they were taking a selfie. That, that Man, that's shitty to hear, seriously, that's very unfortunate. Um, the next thing is that a Bangladesh factory owner charged with was charged with murder after 52 people died in a fire there. I don't know specifics. I don't know if this was intentional or if it's if he just did not have his factory up to code, if you will. Um, again, this being in Bangladesh, I don't know the regulations there. So, the next thing is that the Taliban claims to control most of Af- Afghanistan after making rapid gains militarily, strategically, and geographically. Again. I don't want to sound like a broken record here, but the media keeps updating. It could be a use of fear saying, you know, a fear tactic of propaganda amongst the West saying we shouldn't have left. Look what happened now that we're out and this and that. Look, guys, going back to the main thing, if it's not your if it is, is it America's problem or not? Simple. If it is, then look, it's the reality. You got the power to go in there, then go back. If you want to get out, then you get out. It's the problems there. If you get out, will no longer be the problems of, of the America. I guess you know that. It's tough. It's tough, guys. Again, and I'm, I don't want to harp on this. So let's uh, let's move on. The next thing, excuse me, is that Prime Minister Abi Ahmed or Ahmed. Excuse me if I mispronounce his name. Uh, his Prosperity Party has won in a landslide victory in Ethiopia's election, which is pretty. Um, pretty good i guess if again assuming this was fair and all that and the people wanted it so be it the next thing is that the suez canal's revenue hit a record 5.84 billion dollars despite a blockage crisis yeah (laughs) that's kind of to be honest that's kind of funny um it just goes to show how how delicate the world economy is how one canal with one rupture, or one blockage, messes up a whole thing, right? just goes to show you the fragility of our systems. Um, the next thing, I thought I'd throw this in there because it's a little bit fun, uh, Super Mario game has sold for a record $1.5 million. They said there's less than five of those copies, particularly because those copies were made in 1996. And um, I guess, hey, if there's people willing to pay for it, then so be it. I mean, look. We could we could very strongly argue that money could go to other things, but if that's an individual, a private individual's money, so be it. Um, the, the UK has now banned a fifth neo-Nazi group under their terror laws, and again, the UK is known for having some of the most hefty uh, surveillance um, apparatuses and programs. In addition to Australia, I'm not sure which comes on top, comes out on top, Australia or the UK. To be honest with you, folks, but um, but yeah. Anyways. The next thing is that Virgin Galactic may sell up to five hundred million dollars worth of shares the day after Richard Branson, its founder, went into space. As I mentioned, a couple UFOs were seen. Why he want he may want to sell up to five hundred million dollars worth of shares. I'm not sure. Could he be building a sort of billionaire doomsday not bunker but spacecraft, and maybe he needs the the liquid cash for it? Seriously, I. I'm I'm really not trying to um, uh. I'm not, trying, I'm not trying to be a bad, I'm not trying to say this in bad faith or be a douche. I'm genuinely questioning it. Um, the next thing is that the WHO said they're working on a digital wallet to store vaccination certification as confirmed by a recent video conference. Again, again, this is going to, are we going to have to, are the people of the world now going to be moving to different countries because some of them have vaccine passports and some don't? Some are making us take the vaccine and some are not. Right, and I, I ask this genuinely because there's people like myself who may in fact move to the to a certain state in the U.S. that that is blocking all this simply because I don't want to take it, right? So, I I I used to joke about this a couple months ago. You guys remember, but now it's serious. Like it's unfortunate. So, the next thing is that a man Oh my God, this is this. I don't understand who thought of this, but a man dressed in a buttless rainbow monkey costume with a swinging dildo. Uh, was hired by a library in the UK for kids' literacy challenge. He was dressed up, I think, to dance in front of them while they were being read to or something like that. The library has since apologized. My God. This guy was like, his butt was out open, and he had a dildo just swinging around. Like, I I don't... Who... who, What? Was there miscommunication between the, the, the library personnel who organized this and the guy or the company that this guy was... Coming from like what company would even co- I I don't know I don't know, anyways um according to uh, the next thing is that according to an internal document Germany has said no more restrictions based on COVID infections alone according to a leaked document from the Robert Koch Indus, uh, Institute now I believe that's one of the Koch brothers if I'm not mistaken how ironic right uh, allegedly we well no no arguably the elites of the world uh, the Koch brothers one of them is dead now but the the elites of the world which they're right in there if you want to know my personal opinion quite ironic that this this report leaks now with that being said we also have to question okay was this a legitimate leak or was this an intentional leak that's another thing too right so um and also at the same thing too uh, no more restrictions. germany said no more restrictions based on covet infections alone interesting right could that tell us that they're the people uh, people with pre-existing conditions who allegedly have gotten sick um are far more vulnerable and they don't want to say hey if you don't have a pre-existing condition don't worry about it because they don't want to, you know, because it goes against the narrative of what's being pushed globally, right? Um, The next thing is that social media has been restricted in Cuba due to the mass protests. Um, Shit, I should have mentioned this earlier when I was covering the, when we were specifically talking about the Cuban uh, protests, so please, uh, please forgive me, but uh, Twitter and VPN services are still uh, remaining active at this moment, but things could change as of the time I upload this, I'm not sure, right? So, um, the next thing is that... The, uh, this just came in uh, in the last, I believe, 10 minutes of me recording this. So the uh, the last two things are the FDA, according to the Wall Street Journal, the FDA is expected to announce that the Johnson & Johnson vaccine has been linked to a serious but rare side effect called guillain, guillain, guillain Bar syndrome in which your body's immune system attacks your nerves. Please forgive me if I um, mispronounce the first part. It's spelled G-U-I-L-L-A-I-N-B-A-R-R-E. Um, with an accent on the E, if anyone wants to type that in and look that up, because I know some of you like to do that while you're watching or listening to the, um, these, which is pretty cool, actually. So kind of a thank you for that. Um, th- OK, so look again, I don't. These are the same companies that spend billions to settle these cases. So when they siri- when they say serious, but rare, how rare? Like, can we do a scale of one to ten rare? And even then, do we believe them? It's, it's, it's unfortunate that we got to question these things, guys, but it's true. Right. So um, and the next thing, uh, final thing, excuse me, is that the French uh, president, Macron, Emmanuel Macron, has announced a mandatory COVID-19 vaccination for all healthcare workers beginning July 21st. And he says, and I quote, we will probably have to think about the mandatory vaccination of all French citizens at some point, end quote. This is going to be interesting. I wondered, is he okay? The reason why I say this is because I'm curious to see the the political angle of all of this, in the sense that is there going to be a political aspect that is going to be, I guess you could say, um, that is going to is going to try to help him win re-election. But from what I understand, of all the people that are sending him letters and writing letters, whether whether it's general soldiers or regular civilians, saying that you're you're you're, t- you're destroying the French culture too much, and this, these are not my words; these are the words of the French people. What would make him think, like, if he wants to win re-election, what would make him think that mandatory vaccines are necessary? Or maybe he doesn't want to be in politics again, so he's saying, pardon my English, fuck it. I'm just going to vaccinate everyone before I'm on my way out. I I don't know. I really don't know. Maybe some of those, some of you who listen and watch uh, the show in France could help illuminate me and others too. But again, I'm, I'm genuinely serious. So with that being said, folks, um, I hope all of you are really, really uh, enjoying the members episodes, the public episodes. The Let's Get Banned segment has received very, very good uh, feedback. So I thank you all for that. We have another members episode coming in the next 24 hours, give or take. And we'll catch all of you very, very soon. Cheers.